Hello, I'm Lisa Hilton, and I'm here to brighten your day. Each episode, I'll share three things that have brightened my day. It might be something I just learned. It might be a new kitchen gadget I discovered, or it might be a new bottle of wine I uncorked. Then I'll invite a guest to share three things that have brightened their day. Our brains on positive are happier, less stressed, and more productive. Together, we're going to start a ripple of positivity that will spread. Let's go make some waves. Hi, friends. Lisa here. For Season 3, I'm focusing on the importance of social connections and the positive effects relationships can have on our happiness and well-being. Studies show that when we feel more connected to each other, we have lower levels of anxiety and depression. Each episode this season, I'll invite a guest whose connection and friendship has brought happiness into my life. Some I have known for years and some I've just met. My guest, David Foster, is in the latter category. In my conversations with Jessica, who you heard from last week, she mentioned I should meet her colleague at Western Oregon University. I reached out and was immediately drawn into the work David has done in psychological sciences and organizational leadership. He too is interested in positive psychology and has developed a creative behavior strengths indicator. I'm grateful for this new connection in my work, and I look forward to talking with David and hearing what's been brightening his day. The first thing that has brightened my day is Christine Sinclair. If you're a woman's soccer fan, you know her name. Christine Sinclair is a forward and captain's for both the National Women's Soccer League Club, Portland Thorns, and the Canadian national team. Sinclair has played in five World Cups and four Olympic tournaments. Just last month, the world governing body of soccer presented Sinclair with the Best FIFA Special Award during its Best FIFA Football Awards Gala in Zurich. Sinclair is the leading international soccer scorer among both women and men, and her milestone 185th goal was named Canada Soccer's Moment of the Year. I first saw her as number 12 for the University of Portland Pilots. Back in 2005, when Clark and I were dating, we loved watching the pilots. We would sit on our purple pilot's cushion on a hard aluminum bench in Merlot Field and watch Christine play. What an amazing team the pilots were that year. They went on to win the NCAA championship. We knew we were watching greatness with both Christine Sinclair and Megan Rapino, but we had no idea just how great these women would become in women's soccer. You know, when they announced that Sinclair was getting the best award, Mia Hamm called her an ambassador and representative of the game, that she had inspired the next generation to dream big. Not often do people get a hashtag the best after their name, but Christine Sinclair definitely deserves it. And icing on the cake for Portlanders She has signed a contract extension with the Portland Thorns through 2022 with an option for the 2023 season. She flies with her own wings. The second thing that has brightened my day is purple roller skates. Not mine, 
But the other day, I was on an afternoon walk through one of my favorite parks in my neighborhood, and it was an especially nice sunny day. Chilly, but sunny. I noticed a young woman putting on a pair of shiny purple roller skates. I was fascinated watching her. There was a large paved area, and she glided around going forward and backward. The most captivating part, though, was the total look of joy on her face. I can't remember the last time I put on a pair of roller skates. I'm sure it's been well over 30 years. Growing up, I remember attending a number of birthday parties at the Northern Lights Roller Rink in Fairbanks, Alaska. I don't even know if it still exists, and it's probably gone through a few name changes if it does, or who knows, maybe by now it's a rollerblade rink. (laughs) But I loved that roller rink. I loved the music and the strobe lights, and there was usually always a pair of skaters in the middle of the rink who really knew what they were doing. Well, back to the present and my walk in the park. I was reminded again the importance of play on our happiness and well-being and secretly wished that I had a pair of purple skates. The third thing that has brightened my day is the movie King Richard. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's the movie that shows how superstars Venus and Serena Williams entered into tennis history, largely aided by the coaching and 78-page life plan of their father, Richard Williams. I was both entertained by the story of how the sisters rose to fame and also the incredible performances that the actors played in the movie. Will Smith was amazing as their father. He came equipped with a 78-page life plan for how the girls would become tennis greats. And you know, he had vision. He had determination and a pretty stubborn attitude that he knew best, hence the king in King Richard. At least that's my interpretation of the title. When he would drive Venus and Serena to practice in his large VW bus, he'd have them tack up a sign on the fence of the tennis court that said, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It gave me new admiration for all Venus and Serena overcame to become tennis superstars, And it also reminded me about the valuable connection of family, of family sticking together and supporting each other. King Richard is Oscar bound for Will Smith and Best Picture. We'll see what happens in March. My guest today is Dr. David Foster. Dr. Foster is a professor in the Department of Psychological Sciences, director of the Creativity Research Lab and Program Coordinator for the Organizational Leadership Program at Western Oregon University. His areas of academic specialization include leadership, teamwork, and creativity. His current research focuses on developing measures of creative behavior. David is a former neonatal respiratory therapist who lives with his wife and daughter and their two bunnies, Thumper and Snuggles. I'm excited to have David as a guest in my studio today. Welcome, David. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me today. Before we go into the things that have brightened your day, I'd really love to know, what has COVID been like for you as a professor, working with students? Oh, well, Lisa, like all universities, when the pandemic first started, we all had to pivot to teaching classes online. 
I have continued uh, to teach classes online with my students, which has been both challenging and rewarding. I teach things like teamwork and leadership and creativity. And a lot of those types of classes focus more on experiential learning. It's been a very interesting challenge to try to create virtual online experiences that um, reflect the kinds of things that we do in the actual classroom setting. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been successful uh, <laughs> with doing that. I, I hope my students feel the same way. I think the biggest difference, though, is it's what happens uh, between the lines. So having those opportunities for more informal conversations with students before class or after class or, or even during class as teams are working together on various projects. Having less connection with my colleagues uh, simply because we're we're not present together in the same building. That's been a little bit more difficult as, as well. And some of the yeah. things that I miss uh, about my job. I hear what you're saying. It's very similar in my kind of work as well. I I will say that COVID has certainly caused us to rethink how we work and maybe not necessarily how we communicate, but what forms of technology help us in communication and what can sort of get in the way. I think it's fascinating that you work with creativity and creative problem solving. And I'm guessing that COVID could be, you know, your your case study for many years as to how do we look at this as the gifts that it's brought us for new innovation, new creativity, new ways of doing things, but yet also how it is underneath the surface. It's creating some some distance or some things that aren't good. I, I agree. Um, it, it's very interesting because there have been some gifts. And I think one of the big gifts COVID has brought us is the opportunity to reexamine our lives. And more importantly, the way that we we live our lives. Uh, you know, there have been challenges with people being feeling isolated. Um, you see reports in the news of people experience mental health challenges because of that. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we allow people to to stay connected effectively with other people, which is very very important um, for our mental health, but at the same time allowing them um, the flexibility in their workday that could create opportunities for people to be creative. It's very it's very difficult to be creative when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. Well, I can say that, you know, the focus of this season for me on the podcast is the importance of social connection and positive relationships in our life. And I can say that by doing this podcast, which I wouldn't have done if I didn't have a little extra time and the access to the technology. And it's certainly given me an opportunity to meet people who I wouldn't have met before. Uh, My voice is going to places that I've never been before. So I love that technology is here. Imagine if COVID had happened. I grew up in the 80s. Imagine if it had happened then. It would have looked so different. And so I guess in a sense, to bring this full circle, there is a little bit of gift in the timing that we have all these technologies at our fingertips. Um, but regardless of that, it's going to have costs as well. I agree. I, I've, I've actually done the same thing. My daughter is 12 and I often imagined how would I have reacted, you know, back in the 80s um, or 70s? Uh, <laughs> Had I been isolated away from my friends and we didn't have any of this technology uh, available to us to enable us to stay connected. So she's 
she's been able to stay connected with her friends and family via FaceTime while, you know, it's not the same as being together in person. It's at least one step closer. Agreed. Since we're headed towards the positive, let's go there. Uh, What are the three things that have brightened your day lately? The first is probably going to sound very, very corny, but I would just say work in general. Mm. One of my TV shows I've been watching, they talk about, oh, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. And I think I've been really, really lucky because I have chosen to work in jobs and I've chosen to work in organizations where I don't really feel like I'm working. It could just be me and maybe I'm weird um, (laughs) in that way, which, you know, my colleagues would say yes. But... (laughs) When I'm quote at work, I'm I'm really you know I I picked organizations that I like what they're trying to accomplish. I believe in their missions, and I see my job as well. How can I help? What can I do to to help move these things along? So what I do when I'm working is I'm I'm helping an organization accomplish something that I really believe in, and that is fun to me. I really enjoy things that involve problem solving and trying to figure out solutions and come up with new and different ways uh, of doing things. You know, and a lot of the organizations I pick, as you can see, healthcare and now education is -hmm. is focused on helping other people and helping other people improve the quality of their lives as well. That's wonderful. And what an amazing question to, to offer to others. What can I do to help? I'm putting you on the spot, but I'm really curious in asking that question, did you ever get an answer that was too much for you to handle? I don't think I've ever gone, well, that's too much for me. Uh-huh. Um, it's been more of, well, I'm going to need some help um, <laughs> so that I can help with this as well. Creativity itself is a very um, person-oriented, team-oriented process. It's not something that typically happens alone in isolation. Of course, I am constantly faced with things that seem too big for myself, but that's when I'm going to pull in my friends and colleagues uh, yeah. to try to help. And I feel like I have a really good set of both. Thank goodness we don't all have to do it alone. Yes. Well, what's the second thing that's brightened your day? I would say my daughter. Specifically, my daughter um, is very creative. And she's a writer. She's a painter. And I guess TV show movie maker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have to tell me more about that. Okay, so over the course of the pandemic, she and one of her friends developed uh, a TV show called Kringled. And the basic premise of the show is that they have been selected to be Santa's human helpers in his effort to spread, you know, Christmas joy. And so together, they have um, written and produced three episodes of this television show. And I get to work with her. Sometimes she'll bounce ideas off of me or I'll try to pitch an idea to her. Uh, I'm often the camera person uh, (laughs) for those endeavors as well. And so she and her friend have been working on the uh, fourth episode. And so she's constantly, you know, telling me her ideas and bouncing things off. And I'm, I'm trying to provide suggestions. And it's just really, really fun. Really been fun to see how she's grown in the last couple of years and and just how funny um, she and her friend are and the creative ideas that they come up with. So that's always something that brightens up my day. So let me ask you this. When would you say you were aware that your daughter had this innate creativity? Did it show up from birth? Was she a few years old? And it, when did you notice? It was very early on. I like to joke. So I have no artistic talents or abilities or aesthetic senses. 
And she started out drawing me at the age of three. I can draw a cat behind a brick wall, um, <laughs> which is about the, the peak of my abilities. And there was one day when she was about three, we found online how to draw the Pink Panther. And we finished and we compared drawings and hers was so much better than mine. It's like, okay. <laughs> but she's always just been very, you know, a voracious reader and a big time storyteller and just funny. Some of the, the one-liners that came out of her, even when she was four and five years old, were just really, really funny and dead on. So we, we noticed very early and she's been blessed with my wife's artistic abilities, luckily, and not mine. That's wonderful. Well, what's the third thing that's brightened your day? I would say the other part, and it kind of comes back to this problem solving, hmm. is work has been very stressful. There's a lot of things to do. And sometimes, I mean, for just for self-care, you need to have some of that more quiet downtime, away time, not, not focusing on that. Hmm. And so the other thing um, that uh, my daughter and I like to do, and my wife um, sometimes joins us, is play video games. Mm. And we typically focus on more of the, the Super Mario problem solving types of video games. So how are we going to solve this level? What kind of clues can we pick up here? And it's humbling, too, because, again, once again, um, she is way outperforming me. And she's so fast at things. And her processing speed seems to be, so, at least compared to mine now, is so so quick. It's hard to keep up with her and what's happening. And, and so we just have a lot of fun together, going through the levels, trying to solve the problems. That is great. My husband likes video games and he has sort of rubbed off on Aria. I don't, I don't play them. Um, in fact, this will date me. The last thing I did that was sort of quote unquote, a video game was the Wii. Do you remember the Wii? I don't even think they make, you know, games for it anymore. But... I still have my Wii. Oh, you still have it? <laughs> So like one thing that I think I know how to do is bowling on the Wii and that's it. I mean, my my extent of playing video games is that. But Clark and Aria will every now and then they have a car car game. Not, I, don't, I don't think it's Super Mario, but it's similar. Um, and they they get out the little um, wheel that we have and they, you know, are playing the game and going on these crazy courses. And I just hear the yells and squeals from the other room. I try to stay as far away as I can. <laughs> But it's wonderful we have things like that, you know, because yes. here in the Pacific Northwest, we have a lot of days that aren't so great. <laughs> and so when it's raining outside buckets, uh, it's nice to have other things we can do for fun. Well, with some of the new technologies, she can actually go online and play with some of her friends. Oh, um, cool. and we've done this a, a number of times um, with like the driving game Super Mario Kart, I think it is. But it, I, I still have my old original 1980s Nintendo NES. Oh, my goodness. So sometimes I'll pull that out and go, see what daddy had to deal with? <laughs> see what this was like? I mean, can you appreciate how awesome it is? And and then she'll just make fun of me for being old. <laughs> That's so cool that you've kept it. So does it work anymore? Yeah. Well, it does not look as good as it used to because your, your TVs will try to upscale. And so like oh. the original... 8-bit NES was built for old TVs that used lines instead of pixels. So the picture will be a little bit blurrier um, than you're mm. used to unless you have an old monitor, but everything else uh, still works just, just as well. So your picture is not as great. It's way bigger uh, than what we're used to when we're playing, right. uh, but it, everything else just works just fine. Well, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast, and thank you as well for brightening my day. 
All right, well, thank you. And, and this is definitely a bright point of my day as well. Thank you for tuning in to Brighten Your Day. To be a guest on my podcast, email me at hiltonlisab at gmail.com. That's Hilton with a Y. Special thanks to Clark Hilton for post-production and special thanks to Chris Jones for composing the theme song.